You're listening to Journal with Jenny. This podcast will give you ideas to apply writing and journaling strategies that will help you focus on what matters most to you while exploring some of life's big questions. This is your host, Jennifer Traster, a mom, wife, teacher, learner, and expert in using journaling and writing that will empower you to write your best life story and live it. I'd like to welcome Michelle Darrow to the podcast today. She is a family nurse practitioner and mindset coach. Welcome, Michelle. It's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Hi, Jenny. It's so fun to be here, too. I'm excited to get into talking about journaling. Yes. And tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I, as you mentioned, I am a family practice nurse practitioner, and I ha- we have a regenerative medicine medical clinic here in Los Angeles, and um, at the clinic, I do a- aesthetics, and we do uh, regenerative medicine, which is basically, you've probably heard of stem cells or PRP, oh, sure. mm-hmm. that, and we use it to regenerate, and um, I do a lot of coaching with my clients to help them meet their wellness and their personal goals as well. Oh, that's wonderful. And how did you start journaling or how do you use it with your clients? Okay, so um, I have been journaling since I was, uh, since I received my diary, probably Mm -hmm. when I was like in second grade. And, um, you know, I started out basically documenting, right? you know, Went to school today, passed around the slam book, whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I kept that up and um, it's always been a part of my life, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't do it every single day. Right. Although I do now, I have committed more to, to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I did do it a lot through, um, I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but I did it up until I had kids. I have three girls. They're grown. They're in their late 20s now. And um, I didn't keep great journals then. And I'm so sad I didn't. I regret that. But um, I have twins. And when they were midway through high school, I committed to it again and Mm -hmm. just started journaling every day and incorporating morning pages and other things we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. So, but that is part of my daily routine now. As like I said, I'm not perfect, right. but I do I do feel better when when I start out journaling in the morning. Yes, and, and I, um, I don't you think that's good for our listeners to know if you just because you miss a day or even a week, it's okay. You can always come back to it. Oh, you definitely, and it's actually even richer in a way because it's like. Uh, during that time, maybe you miss some days, you, you have more things to process through and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it works no matter what, it works no matter what. And, um, and I do use it with my clients as well. In fact, it's mandatory with the ones I coach. Um, so um, I do weight loss coaching with people, but also I do goals and things like that. And one reason I love, I have three reasons I love um, having a journal, them keep a journal. One is it anchors in their commitment 
to their goal. Yes. And, um, and it's kind of funny when you're starting out and you're just creating a goal for yourself, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, sometimes you kind of forget, like it seems fuzzy, right? you know? And when they start with their goal, whatever it is, I make them come up with a couple goals, but Mm -hmm. I, and basically I'm like, you need to do morning, midday and evening. And it anchors them to that goal and keeps it in the forefront of their mind and helps them be more accountable. And then there's another part to that where, um, of course, like with the weight loss, I do think it's kind of important to keep track of your intake because that makes it real. People fudge that all Mm -hmm. the time. Yes. And (laughs) so that way it's like, Maybe I'm not there to hold their hand through it all, but when they show up with their journal in hand or we mm-hmm. review it, it's like we can really see where there's glitches and things like that. And they, it becomes more realistic to them instead of just like, basically it brings mindfulness to their right. day and all of their activities, you mm-hmm. know? So, and it is so helpful. Like when I see clients who are not keeping up with their journals, they're not as successful as the ones that are committed to keeping it. Yeah, that makes total sense. I like how you use the journals to anchor in their goals and keep that at the forefront of their minds. And also, I after I had my first daughter, I participated in Weight Watchers, clear black in the early 2000s. But I remember getting that journal to write down everything that I ate. And I was so much more on track with my eating when I had to confront on the page what I was consuming. And uh, it does make you so much more mindful of uh, what you're doing, because I just, I do think that we're, we live in a very busy society where we're mindless and we're not really thinking about what we're doing. We're just taking actions on whatever we need to do. And um, using a journal to reflect is, is so important and I can see where your clients would who use it more would be more successful yeah definitely and it also just um the third component of that is that it's a it's a stress diffuser and so not only that it like you know writing out whatever's going on um of course helps diffuse the feelings but it also, like, say it's weight loss or even them blowing off whatever goal they came up with. Mm-hmm. If they are writing on a stress in that moment, then we can target that, you know, yeah. and look at, like, how, what kind of behaviors are going along with that. Mm-hmm. So I am a huge believer in journaling. It, and it's a, it's a really valuable tool to use just to, like we had mentioned before, Keeping yourself mindful instead of just kind of blindly going through your day and reacting. Right. Yes. It makes you just stop for a minute and pause and, and think about how you're feeling or reacting or what you're putting in your body. So I think that's really helpful. And um, also, do you have, like you said, you don't journal every day, but do you have a practice, a special journal or a place you sit or anything that you like to do to ritualize your journaling? 
Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. And uh, it's so I didn't realize that I did until I started paying attention to these practices. And um, one is when I wake up in the morning, I do a short, I just commit to a short meditation. It's not a big deal. It's a body scan. Okay. Okay, great. And I do that to kind of, because um, I'm really into dream interpretation and keeping yeah. track of dreams and stuff. So I do my meditation, not every day. I'm not perfect, like I said, but I do. And then I do morning notes, all right? And um, with my morning notes, that's where I write down my dream. And honestly, I rarely go back and look at that dream. It's just like a way of kind of basically vomiting up whatever is on my subconscious. Right. And getting it out there to start Mm -hmm. the day. So I'm kind of fresh and that we whatever I was working out is sort of, it's gone or lifted at some, somewhat at least. Right. So, um, that is my morning ritual with journal journaling. Mm -hmm. And then like, if I'm having a hard, even when I'm not, but especially when things are like not great, I try to make sure I do gratitude. Okay. And And that I do like at the end of the day, and it could just be like three things, but say it's like a, for day or week, I might try and do 10 things. Mm-hmm. Just so like my mind is trying is pushing towards positive instead of right. like wallowing in negative mm-hmm. whatever it is. So um that is another one that I do. And the other thing is just normal old journaling, you know, just because um to process feelings, but also I like looking back at my journals. My journals I will look back at and seeing what's up and oh here's the other thing like I do use a um composition notebook for my my morning notes all right yeah. like maybe I'll throw this way I don't know that's just like you know what I mean kind of like yeah clearing out stuff mm-hmm. and then I have nice journals for my regular journal not okay. like great expensive but just a little different than the morning notes right so that's my long answer to you <laughs> no, that's so, I think it's super interesting to listen about, listen to different people's um, practices. And, and I love that you have different journals and different things that you do. And sometimes you do the gratitude and sometimes you don't. And I think it's, it's so interesting too for our listeners just to get ideas about what they could do and what feels really good to them, because there's really no right way to do to do it or to journal. And I also do the uh, gratitude or even affirmations, especially if I've uh, really purged on the page and, and I'm, or maybe I'm having a tough time with something or my mind is spinning and looping on uh, something negative. And I like to end those journaling sessions with a with gratitude or with the affirmations, because it does then help you go throughout your day looking for the good instead of, like you said, wallowing and just staying stuck in that, in those negative thought loops. So I, I, that's cool that you do that too. And sometimes I do them and sometimes I don't as well. And I think that's something our listeners could try is, um, try too. Isn't it amazing how, like, when you talk to people, it's like 
there's always like this common thread, like, yes, but we're doing our own thing, you know, but mm-hmm. there is like this common thread that works. It, it does works. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you uh, give your, your clients their journals and do you have different prompts for them for different weeks that they're working through or do you, is it, does it just depend on each different client? Um, it, I would say it's pretty general, but that mm-hmm. is, I like what you're saying. I think that's a good idea and maybe I'll play around with that. Mm-hmm. I don't really use prompts. I'm more into preform and then, you know, the science, <laughs> like right. the data, the data is what I'm trying to say. Yes. So, um, but I do like that idea. I think I'm going to think of a few prompts and just kind of, um, see how that goes. Because yeah. maybe that'll make it easier for some of the people who are more resistant. Right. Yes. I was just talking to somebody earlier who gives his clients um, journaling prompts, and he said some of them are resistant. So he'll say, okay, just set a timer for five minutes and just try to write for five minutes. And then they usually take off with it and and feel okay about it. Sometimes it's just starting that is a little bit scary or just looking at a blank page if you've never done it before. So I thought that was a good idea. I think that is a good idea, but something else I think that is kind of scary for people is that they're afraid someone's going to read it. You oh, know? Yes. Like, and mm-hmm. they're afraid to really just be vulnerable and put it all out there. So um, I just encourage my patients to, keep it in a place where it's not going to be accessible to those so that they can be a hundred percent real because that's so important. Yes. And I've even torn pages out of my journal. You know, if I was really upset about something or with someone, I would never want someone to read that. You know, it might even be my husband. (laughs) So I don't, you know, the way you're feeling in that moment, you don't want that to be permanent because it's a feeling and it's going to go away and you, and you love that person no matter what. But I, there have been times where I've just torn up the pages or burned them and released them. So I do think, you know, if you are very scared of being vulnerable, that's another option. You can always throw it away and flush it down the toilet or whatever you need to do. No, you are so right, Jennifer, because it's like, that's another process. I do work with my clients with mm-hmm. is, is burning it and releasing it to the universe, you know, right. just, just like getting rid of whatever that weight is or mm-hmm. barrier. Um, and that is something I think is super healthy to do. for people. I agree. Yes. It's that getting it out of your, of your body and your mind and down on paper, that's the most important thing. And then you, if you need to get rid of it. Yes. It's like a great ritual, honestly, like to kind of have a clear space. Yes. Yes. Every New Year's day, I write what I want to release and I burn it, and then I write what I want to receive. And 
it, it, it does really clear. It feels very um, fresh and, and new and, and then it opens that up to receive all the goodness and love and happiness and all of those things. So I do think that there is something to putting it down and releasing it. I 100% believe that. And then, um, like, do you feel when you write what you want to receive that if you look back at that year that you were the recipient of yes. that? Yes, I have honestly had some moments where I thought, whoa, that is, that's amazing. I can't believe that just happened. Even, even not with that ritual, but even just writing things down. I, I remember one very profound moment where I, um, the backstory is I had went on a writing retreat workshop in France and I had met a new friend Janine and you know how it is when you first meet people sometimes you just spill your guts and and share so many things and I was so tired and so burnt out at work and just feeling exhausted and I said um, I wish I could work half time or even three fourths time, but that's just unheard of. I live in this small town. I'm, you know, just it, it usually doesn't happen here for an English teacher. And I wrote down that conversation, and I am not kidding. I had forgotten about that conversation, but the next school year, there was some shuffling around and they were going to hire somebody at three fourths time. And it still was like, wasn't, I wasn't even thinking like, Oh, why don't I do that? But all of a sudden I thought, why don't I ask if I could be the three fourths time and this person could be the full-time person. Mm -hmm. So I asked, they said, yes, I still did not remember saying that or writing it down. And that day that they told me that yes, you can go three-fourths time. We'll have the other gal go full-time. I happened to pick up my notebook from when I went to France because it was a year before, and I thought, oh, it would be fun to look at my journal from then. And I looked back, and it was to the day that I had had that conversation, a year before. And I had said that, you know, and I just thought, and I wrote it. So I think there is something to putting your intentions and your dreams and wishes on paper because time and time again, it has come true for me. Oh my gosh, me too. It is like so amazing. Like how uh, honoring, I think really honoring your intentions and knowing what they are, you know, and you can have, I don't know. I've had crazy stuff happen too, like yeah. that kind of thing. So I'm all in. That's another reason why, like with my clients, I'm like, you need to anchor in this desire, this right. goal of yours. And I know people hate the word manifest or whatever, but it, it's still like the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you're just putting attention to your desire. Yes. And if you do that consistently and, whether it's just that all of a sudden you're motivated to take action steps that lead you to that desire, or it's some quirky fluke in the universe, who knows? And who right. cares? 
because the outcome is awesome. Right. When you put that intention out in the world, I, and whether you, you are being very intentional or taking action or whatever, or just giving it up and saying, I hope this happens. I'm just going to trust that it's this or something better. I have seen that happen so many times and it often happens when I write things down. So oh yes, I would encourage our listeners, write down your dreams, your intentions. And like you said, come back to it in a year and look and see how much of that came true or something better. Or something better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is definitely something to add in there. Why yes. Not? Yes. Whenever I have a little journaling session and I'm writing all my my dreams, that's how I always end it. It's this or something better. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. I know. Or for the highest good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. Yes. Like, I'm open to this or whatever. Right. Better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then just leave leave it to to I don't know whoever decides what's going to happen the universe god whatever your higher power is or or not like if you just leave it and keep it open i think amazing things can happen through writing and journaling oh yes i agree okay so that leads me to um any great advice you've gotten about journaling? Um, so I think one, so here's one thing, like I recently, when my twins went to college, that's when I decided to focus more on writing. Mm -hmm. And I always thought writing was different than journaling. Okay. And then, um, I was at a writer's retreat and they're like, if you've been journaling, you've been writing. And I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) it was so great to own it like that. You know, Um, like it can feel scary saying like, Oh, I enjoy writing. I'm a writer. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a little outside my wheelhouse in the past. And, and then I'm like, well, wait, it isn't because that's what I've been doing like my whole life. That's what's familiar to me, actually. So that's not really advice, but it's it's a different way of looking at it, I think, Mm -hmm. for me. That was a breakthrough. And then going further with that, with writing, um, I found, like, with Jen Loudon, the great Jen Loudon, her advice on keeping breadcrumbs, which is basically making a note so that if you're working on something, but maybe to get ready for work or whatever it is you can't complete it or maybe your brain is done but you keep a note so that it's easy to jump right back into the flow Mm -hmm. of where you were and continue on like there aren't any rules yes it's it's not like you have to finish then you know but notes help us stickies help us you know things like that exactly that's one thing that I find very valuable. And I actually do use sticky a lot. I love them. Just to, um, oh, yeah. Kind of remind me. I have sticky notes everywhere. And I love making lists. And for, <laughs> for our listeners, Michelle and I met through the wonderful Jen Loudon in one of her writing courses. She's a 
writing and book coach. And um, she's just amazing. She's wonderful with mindset in that um, any kind of, it doesn't just have to be writing, but any project or creative endeavor that you're taking on, it doesn't have to feel like stressful and icky and hard. And she's wonderful about um, really rewiring all of our beliefs about how to approach a big project or a creative project. And the breadcrumbs, I, I love that too, because it is, I mean, it's such a simple thing, but leave yourself a little note about what you were thinking and where you mm -hmm. left off, because then it's not so stressful when you come back to it. And uh, it's a lot easier to get back into your project or your writing. It really, it makes such a difference. And it's like mm -hmm. such common sense, actually, because for other things, you would totally leave a note for yourself. Like right. to do lists and things like that. Uh -huh. You would make a note to where you are in the project so you're not like looking back or racking your brain on where do I want to go with this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just, I found a lot of, <laughs> even though it's like so obvious in a way, but it isn't when you're taking regular traditional writing classes and stuff like that. It's not always yeah. mentioned, honestly. So No, no, it's not. And I was a teacher of English, you know, and I, one of my goals was to help students really chunk their writing and approach it in a in a way that they felt very comfortable and that it doesn't have to be scary and it's a process it's not just about the outcome and you know the product it's enjoying that process of writing it and telling your stories yeah and I think that is so true just like with everything, you know, they always are like, it's the journey. It's not the end. I mean, there's even science that shows like there's disappointment associated, associated with actually being at the end of your goal. Right. Yeah. Well, because the journey is so rich and mm -hmm. everything. So I do, um, I like that. That is one thing I do make myself do a hundred percent is just right. I don't care if it's perfect because I have actually come to enjoy editing going back yeah with some time with some time yeah. not like that morning like mm -hmm. if you whenever is right and looking at it and be like wow that's so interesting I was there at that at that space but it's all there to just kind of yeah you know manage and form however you want it to be later on but not if you don't get it out and you're editing it along the way right that's so true so I'm curious too, have you had any great breakthroughs with journaling for yourself or even that you've seen with your clients because they're journaling? Um, okay. Well, with my clients, I think the biggest breakthrough is they achieve their goal. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. That is gigantic. And I do think that journaling, the things I talked about, the accountability, just keeping, learning how to keep themselves accountable learning mm. how to be mindful that really helps with their success yeah so that's one breakthrough and my own personal breakthrough with journaling is not being so mechanical with it like 
not just documenting. I swear, I used to do that so much. Just yeah. like documenting. Witnessing but, your life on paper, basically. Right? right? Yeah. Right. But adding the nuances and the color of those mm. experiences. And yeah, that just gives, it just comes so easily. Like once you kind of break through that rigidity, I think, right. of before. So that was a breakthrough for me. That's cool. And what about any tips or things that our audience can try at home? Well, I would say definitely if they're just journaling to be authentic. Uh, I love the burning thing that you know, mm-hmm. reminded me about that's really important to you because I do believe your authenticity and vulnerability is like your key to right you know, living a very full rich life like and seeing what you really want so um that's one thing and then just like I mentioned uh keeping track of things too doesn't hurt <laughs> right Yeah. Like you said, I think, you know, really a lot of your message is just to be more mindful and you can do that through journaling. Yes, that is, that is really what it comes down to. Yeah. And it takes practice. It really does take practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so valuable. And uh, listeners, let us know if you try any of these things at home. I think Michelle's given us a lot of ideas. And do you have anything else that you'd like to share before we sign off today? Um, well, I just, let's see. Oh, well, I really enjoyed being on here. In general, you can find me. My website is uh, michelledarrowcoach.com. And I was going to say for anyone who mentioned that they heard about me on your show, I'll give them 10% off any of my services. aesthetic or coaching that's that's something right there and (laughs) um I think that's it oh that's great well thank you so much for being on the podcast I really feel like you added a lot of value and you'll give our listeners a lot to think about oh my gosh Jennifer it was so fun to be here with you and also just like uh I mean, hearing your story about uh, the new year, it just reinforces my belief in how powerful journaling can be. It really is. Yes. Well, thank you, Michelle. All right. Take care. You too. Thank you so much for joining Michelle and I on the podcast today. To connect with Michelle, check out my show notes for her website and contact information. Now go write your day into a beautiful story. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. You can get in touch through my website, jennifertraster.com. And until next time, I'm Jennifer Traster. Thank you for joining me. And remember, you have the power to write your own story and live it.